And welcome to the shallow end. Take a dip with us. Splish, splash. Splish, splash, baby. We are your hosts. I'm Nert. And I'm Kurt. For those of you who don't know, that is Nat and Kat. Yes. But we are Nert and Kurt as well. It's funny that no one's ever asked us to explain this inside joke that is not even an inside <laughs> joke that's not funny. Anyone who's watching, you're in on it too. You're in on it. I've finally got my husband to be like, hello. Thank God. It's yeah. been only like he's two like, years. Good, he's like, good morning. <laughs> like, hello, Ryan, if I'm you're like, listening. It's, it's, he's not. <laughs> okay. He listens when I play it for him. Mm. And he's like, that's funny. I'm like, well, you should probably listen to every episode. Anyways. Yes. Hi, babe. Love Hi, you, babe. babe. I okay. love you. Um, anyway, anyways, today <laughs> we're going to be talking about surrogates and separations, pretty ladies and some crazies, and student loan debt relief. Yay. Allegedly. So, there's just so much happening there's in the a news. Lot. There's a lot. And it sucks that we yeah. only have so much time I know. to really we dissect it all. We have a, a taking time bomb called my baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Screaming. She's very cute. She got cuter. She um, does. She does that. So there's like this kind of viral story that's been circulating online about a surrogate mother who was diagnosed with cancer and she was the surrogate for two gay men and they asked her to terminate her pregnancy because of her cancer diagnosis. Also interesting that she's like 37 years old and was yeah. diagnosed with cancer. It's pretty young. I was going to say it's interesting that she's a surrogate at 37 years old. That too. Hello. But also like just, it's interesting just it based is on young. our last episode. Young. We did talk about that. So go back and rewatch our ninth episode there's where stuff, we talk about. There's stuff happening. There's some stuff happening. Could, could be related, could not be. Yes. Um, so basically this woman is in California. Uh, she's 37 from Sacramento and she was diagnosed uh, with breast cancer in May at 22 weeks pregnant. Terrifying. Yeah. So after a full body MRI revealed the extent of the disease, the gay couple who were paying her to carry their child used legal threats to pressure her into terminating the pregnancy. It's funny that it's always like your body, your choice Yeah. until it's like, unless not it's a gay couple with a lot right. of money involved. or it's just until it's no longer convenient, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, it's, I don't even know if you know this, but in California being a gay couple, like you're considered under the law, like infertile. So you get yeah. access to like fertility. Yeah. I, and, like, I saw something stuff in the like news that. about that. I didn't know that it was already a thing. I, I thought don't know they if were it starting is actually, it. I think you're right. They're probably, I've literally they're wrote like, an article about this, but <laughs> yeah, I read your article. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah. So they're going to be protected mm-hmm. under the law and as, as like an infertile class, which yes. is hilarious to me because being gay and yeah. being infertile yeah. are the same thing. Yeah. I don't like you it. are fertile. You just have to go a different do route it with the person who is the yeah. opposite gender. Yeah. Like it's not, there's only one way to make a baby. Yeah. Well, it's not that it's unfair. Like you could no. still even be in a loving gay relationship if you wanted to. You just have to like slam it with a hetero one just time. Slam it with a hetero one and time. Not that I condone that. That's but, what we're calling this episode. Okay. Um, it's super sad, this whole thing. It is really sad. Um, it brings up a lot of interesting legal questions because I'm like, yeah. how do they have the right to tell a woman to what tell, to do? Yeah. Well, it's their. They're paying her. Yeah. So it's very confusing. I asked chat GPT about it because I was like, what's the law in California around surrogacy? Like who has the right to terminate the baby? Chat GPT says that it's every agreement is different and they both have to have lawyers and write these agreements are really intense. So there is no straight answer here. Right. And she probably works with like a surrogacy agency. Like that's probably how she met the couple. Like Mm -hmm. there are different ways to do it. Like you can do it with like like you can ask your friend to do it, but then there's also like agencies where you can hire women yeah. and rent out their wombs. Yes. Essentially. And I, I think she was with an agency cause she keeps yeah. referring to this like 
company that I assume is the agency. Yeah. And it thinks that they would have like protections in place for the woman carrying the baby. Yeah. But it just, it just speaks to the industry as a whole, because obviously these women are just being used for their reproductive systems and they're being minimized to basically baby carriers. Yeah. Like it's really gross. If you think about it, it's heinous and it's not just like her body. And then also the, the baby's body, like the, the gay couple wanted to terminate the pregnancy like a, it, the story is very confusing. It is. There's confusing. so many things that I'm like, wait a minute, but you just said, so one of the things it says is that the doctors were hesitant to treat her chemo or ca- her cancer uh, right. because of legal issues. Apparently at one point she thought they were, they were told that she could treat her cancer with a certain type of chemo that wouldn't hurt the baby. But the, apparently the couple was still like, no. Yeah. And her quote, she said that they said that they didn't want their genetics out there. Yeah. Which is oh, so gross. Like you've already done it. You've, you've sparked the the spark of life. Yeah. And then now you're like, well, I don't really want my, gen- like I don't want the baby cause it's a cancer baby potentially. And I don't want anyone else to have this baby too. So that's gross. But eventually it turns out that her cancer had spread so much that they couldn't treat it without harming the baby. Right. And the baby ended up dying Anyways, like yeah. after she delivered well, they it. Were, the initial plan was that they were going to induce her yeah. at like 34 weeks and then she could deliver the baby and the baby would survive because mm-hmm. babies can survive out of the womb after like what, 22 mm-hmm. or 24 weeks something or something like that. Like Cause when all of their kind of organs have yeah. been uh, more properly developed. Uh, but it's just, it's just funny because it just exemplifies how icky this industry is. It's like, I'm going to hire you to do a service that is already has ethical issues Mm -hmm. but but then because i'm paying you i get to tell you to murder a child Mm -hmm. because i say so yeah and this is this is not what if she's like religiously against abortion exactly like like i would i would hope that someone who is like that wouldn't enter into a deal like this without knowing like oh if something goes wrong they can tell me to to, kill the baby baby. didn't you also tell me about a story that the the gender was wrong yes so there has been instances too because for those of you who don't know, when you uh, implant a woman with the, the what's it called? The, the man goo. The goo and the stuff. <laughs> um, with all the, the junk that makes a baby, a lot of times they- the science show. Yeah, a lot of times they do it multiple, like, like they put multiples yeah, in. Yeah. And so a woman ends up conceiving uh, twins. We learned that from uh, Friends. Right, right, yeah. Because she, she, they were saying like, oh, there's going to be seven embryos, and she's like, I can't carry seven. That's and they're the word. like, embryos. They're like, oh yeah, embryos. Yeah, and they're like, don't worry, most of them probably won't survive. It'll just be one, and then she ends up having triplets. Right, but exactly. Anyways, it's a whole so other that's thing. a thing, and it's so normally a lot of times when people uh, use IVF or surrogacy, they end up with twins, like Stephen Crowder, which we'll like get to, Elon, Elon Musk, and Elon Musk. like he has like several sets of yeah, twins. exactly. It's and it's beca- anyway, because it's because they implant multiple embryos because they want one to stick. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So there's there's been cases of women who get pregnant with twins and then because the couple only wants one, they can, they'll tell them to terminate one of the babies. Gross. Yeah, it's just Gross. disgusting. It's like okay, you're literally they're not here for your convenience. No, exactly. Like you're creating a life yeah. and then you're like, eh, it's a little inconvenient. Like and that's different than being like, oh, the girl's underage, she's been raped. Like those have moral issues yeah, on its own. There's nuance to but this, this topic. is just like I made it. Eh, I don't really want it. I anymore. don't want it anymore. Like so. people talk about like oh don't get a puppy if you yeah. can't raise it to be a dog. It's like but we're cool with this though. Exactly. I mean I mean I think it's just because our culture uh, has more respect for animals than it does for human beings yeah. at this at this point. Yeah. Which you know, dogs are pretty great, but they are great. We love you them. Know. 
Um, and yeah, hi guys, I hi think, doggies. I think it's good that there is more like like the industry, the surrogacy industry is being exposed a lot more because mm-hmm. we talked about this when we used to talk about stuff and that thing we used yep. to talk about. And it's kind of especially since like Dave Rubin ended up having twins with his husband via surrogacy, via surrogate. Like it just sparked the whole conversation. And it just needs to keep happening. We just need to keep talking about mm-hmm. it. And we need to abolish this industry, yeah, in my it's opinion. Like, you don't even think about it, but it's like you're making two babies. Like yeah. that's so much more responsibility than making one. Like if you're going to make one and it's like, okay, like maybe this kid might have a hard time because it doesn't have a mother in the picture, like yeah. in terms of gay Reuben. <laughs> gay Reuben. Gay Reuben. <laughs> but there's two babies now yeah, who now there's don't two have a of mom. Them. Exactly. So it's like you know? you're screwing up potentially one. Now you're screwing up potentially two. It's, it's, un, it's sad. Yeah. And, and I just think kids like deserve they have a right to a mother and a father and it's not fair that they're just like these unconsenting subjects mm-hmm. who are just like born on the whim of like selfish people yeah it's like it's not an Hermes bag yeah like this exactly. is a child's life it's not an accessory for you just because you're like oh like I'm living a gay life so I want I still want to have all the stuff that you have as a hetero couple like you there are things that you miss out on in life and yeah and you're fine. You're born that way. You're born gay. Like I was born flat chested. Mm-hmm. I'm missing out on having huge bubbly boobies all well, the time. You can buy them. You can. And I guess you can buy a baby, <laughs> you can buy too. A baby too. So and, there you go. And we've talked about this before, but there are a lot of harmful things associated with carrying a baby as a surrogate. And also that are harmful for the baby. I think we've talked about the example of Khloe Kardashian, where she had her second baby via surrogate. And as soon as the baby's born, they rip the baby out of the mother's hands. You know, the woman who carried yeah. it for nine months and then they pass the it to the heartbeat the com- that they're used to used hearing, to hearing. The, smells, the voice, yeah, the voice, and the vibrations. Then, so they rip the baby away from the surrogate and give it to Chloe. Yeah. And, and it's like, you're, this she, is money and now. She didn't even do skin to skin. Yeah. Like even and her men, nails. Oh, they were huge. She had like, these like long nails and like was wearing full clothes and like skin to skin contact is so important. Yeah. I wonder, I think I mentioned this last time we talked about it. I wonder if it's not important because she didn't carry the baby. Yeah. I don't know, but I've seen dads take their shirts off and hold newborns yeah. for skin to skin. So I don't know. Like I just, Steven Crowder, <laughs> who we should talk about. We should. Maybe Let's now. talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Steven Crowder. Who is Steven Crowder? Yeah, we should provide he's a, context. He's a conservative YouTuber commentator who had a show on Blaze. Couple Network, Blaze, most recently, not anymore. Um, I personally used to be a huge Crowder fan. Like I watched him like pretty much every day. And I caught yeah. and now and then all this stuff about his wife came out and he yelled at his pregnant wife and it was caught on a ring cam like a door camera yeah. thing security camera um, when she was pregnant yeah so he's twins. having a very public divorce yes. pregnant with twins there was this ca- camera footage that was released of him sc- yelling ahead of her saying he'll fuck her up like yeah we talked about this in uh, one of our yeah, earlier, episodes earlier episodes as well too so, so. anyways now now so they okay so they got married in 2012. Uh, and now they're getting a divorce. So on last Thursday in Denton County, both Crowder and his wife, uh, their legal teams were wrapped repeatedly by the court reporter for chaotically speaking over each other. So it's just a big, angry mess, basically. Anyway, so also just a side note, Crowder, during the whole court proceedings of their divorce, asked to have the, the courtroom closed. I wonder why, mm. like as in no media is allowed yeah. there. I'm, that's kind of creepy to me. Yeah. It's like, oh, so you want to keep how horrible you are under and wraps. And he was the one who, when the the ring camera came out, he was the one who said, okay, we're going to release everything, yeah. all of it, just to show, because there's more context. People need to see the context. It's like, well, now you're shutting the courtroom doors. Yeah. I'm going to keep messing with my mic. because I Yeah, mess it. with your mic. You go. So anyway, obviously 
closing the courtroom would have had his wife's testimony, like would have prevented it from being reported. Um, so anyway, so she testified that her soon to be ex-husband, her name's Hillary, by the way, has rage issues and punches holes in the wall. Well, and then Crowder asked for full custody of his children, claiming she has erratic behavior because she released, allegedly she released this footage of him screaming at her. Yeah, that's like, gaslighting if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Like don't show people, maybe gaslighting is not the right word. I feel like people use that improperly. Perhaps I am doing that now, but it's like, don't show people how crazy I am, you crazy yeah. bitch. It's like, yeah. Hello. Hello, dude. Hello. Yeah, if that's like, that is the thing that he's using as her, as an example, as evidence of her being unstable. That's not yeah. the best evidence. Like she's like super pregnant and super patient in this clip. Go find it. It's like, yeah. been, she was very, and again, like, I don't know this woman. I don't know anything about their marriage. So like, maybe she has her issues. Like nobody's yeah. perfect. Like in a, like I've been married like four years. You've been married almost a year. Like <laughs> almost a year. Woo. But like marriage, marriage is tough. And you say things to the person you love that you don't always mean. And there are like, nobody's perfect. No. You know what I mean? And it's a process. So I'm not saying she's completely no, innocent and, in and this, people but people have also mentioned that like, if she's the one who released the, the camera footage, perhaps she like goaded him into that conversation, knowing it was being filmed. Right. And I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility, especially but I don't if think that's wrong either necessarily. It's, it's, it's like not the most moral, but also if she's, so easy it's so easy to set him off yeah that she knows if i just say a couple words like can i use the car or whatever <laughs> oh. ah, and he's gonna fly off the handle and she knows that she can capture it. it's like is that is that wrong no i don't know especially think if so. she knows she's about to go into a divorce and i think too like women just are often not believed when they come forward yes. about abuse like, well, so do you like, have do you have any evidence exactly. of the abuse like so it's like this it is important i think for women to protect themselves not actually just women everyone like mm -hmm. just to protect themselves in instances where you may not be believed by the public um anyway so Stephen Crowder demanded full custody of their 1-year-old twins because they had a baby via IVF which mm -hmm. is whatever whole new thing mm -hmm. maybe he's shooting blanks and that's why he's so mad mm, i would think so me too yeah anyway, got your hair to hear first guys yeah. <laughs> so it raised eyebrows among other staffers of his media company who said it clashed with his very publicly ex expressed conservative beliefs that children need both parents and mothers are primary caregivers exactly he said that as a father you're basically useless to a baby yeah so there's that there's and then that. he said that his wife has great maternal instincts she takes care of the kids Okay, and now you want to take those children from their mother? Yeah, full why? time because he has pride. Yeah, like honestly, it's yeah. just out of pride. Honestly, and, and it's not to benefit the children no. because children need both their parents. Like you want joint custody in these situations where, like, I bet Hillary, his wife, wants him to be involved in his kid's life, even if she hates him. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Yeah, but, but like, it's safe to assume that. Uh, as you're putting yourself in her shoes, like yeah. you would want your children to have a, a access father. to their father. Yeah, and I mean, again, like there's. There's so much going on to this and it sucks that we're speculating about another like two human beings and their marriage and like their kids. and their kids like we don't know and I I feel bad that it's so public but yeah. it's also like it is so we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And also <laughs> like I don't know what their kids look like. Mm -hmm. Like uh, you know what I mean? They're not so public that pe I don't even know their Oh no, I do know their names. I saw it in the article. Anyways, it's not yeah. important. Like we're not trying to like out these children because they're just innocent in all of this. So it's like, we can talk about it without being like exposing their children. I have no idea. I'm not no, going to share I their names. We don't have to share photos of them. They're two, they're one year olds or two. Yeah, they're one or yeah. two. Yeah, they're, they're, they're little babies. babies. Poor little babies. It's sad and it sucks that they're going to be 
you know, their parents are divorcing yeah. and it's so public and they're going to grow up and learn that this happened yeah, that's and that, the, that their dad treated their mom like this and, and vice versa. Yeah. But um, I think it's important because like when yesterday, I think it was Matt Brevner posted that tweet. Matt Brevner, you guys should follow him, listen to his music. He's so talented. He is a former rebel reporter and he lives in Vancouver. Great guy. He's a great guy. Hey, he, Matt. We love you, Matt. You're not listening. He's too cool to listen. <laughs> he is listening. He's a huge- Matthew? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, he tweeted about like, he asked the question, why uh, Why do men like Andrew Tate? Like genuinely, he's like, what is yeah. it? And I think it's just, it, this is kind of relevant because it's like, conservatives are so quick to like latch onto people and we're not discerning. We're like, Oh, just because this person is unvaccinated, you know, I like them and I believe them. Or just because this person says they're a mm-hmm. Christian, like we're just so quick to like, I don't know, treat them. I like, no, I just, them ju- just jump on the bandwagon and, and be like, bandwagon. whatever they do is cool because exactly. he has the same vaccine views as me. Right. Exactly. And like, that's a great example is that alive Elijah Schaefer guy who was fired from blaze for sexual harassment. Like, he, I really liked some of his COVID views. And then you realize he's kind of a dick yeah. and you're like, maybe we need to be more critical about mm-hmm. like the people we're listening to and consuming because they're influencing us. And then it, then we, you know, we later discover they're huge assholes. I it's think like, that's the problem with in the, the whole concept influencer, of influencers. Yeah. It's like, you shouldn't be influenced by someone on the, like you can see a tweet and be like, Oh, I, that tweet resonates with me. Exactly. I, I like that idea, but you don't need to be like, I'm subscribing to everything that this person's right. saying now. And but I'm a people, fan of this person. Like, that's so weird. But people are so like obsessed with these people, yeah. you know, like they like idolize them. Like I think Elon Musk is another great example. People just like, like bow down to him because he bought Twitter. It's mm-hmm. like, he also is like not great in every area of his yeah. life. Like, you know, like we need to be more critical. And I think, especially as Christians, like we just need to like pray for wisdom and discernment. Like that's something I pray about for myself and my mm-hmm. friends and mm-hmm. especially y'all's children. Mm-hmm. like because it's just it's the most important thing in the world so it's like when you listen to us like obviously we're so influencing you <laughs> like right now like we're super influential yeah but you know take it all with a grain of salt yeah the last thing honestly i would want for anyone is to listen to me and to be like oh like she knows everything and she yeah. and i should just and, and take it as word exactly. like bible and, and yeah. especially like if we're saying something that's like controversial and like wrong yeah. or could be wrong or could be debated. Like it would be fun for people who listen and they do sometimes yeah, like, like comment on our ass. stuff and be like, piss ass diplomat people like comment back. And I sometimes engage cause it's like, I'm not trying, we're not hating on each other. Like this is an open, like we're allowed to debate ideas here. And like, I might be wrong a lot, like all yeah, the time. We're, but that's why the show's called the shallow end and yeah. not the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> we're, so, we're taking a dip in yeah. some pretty d- heavy issues, but we're like dipping our toes and like, we're not yeah. experts, but we like to discuss the things. And if you guys hear us say something that's like, whoa, that's so off. Like t- t- comment on our videos and stuff because like it's interesting. We yeah. can learn, you can learn people reading it can like watch a, a civil discourse. Yeah. And I think just remember that the people you listen to are human beings, beans, human beings. They're human beings. They're human beings. <laughs> And we are, we are not perfect. We're made in the image of God, but we all sin and fall short. I know I do. Um, So just remember that when you're like listening to these commentators, like they don't have it all figured out. And if they act like they do, they're wrong. And that's a problem. And the Crowder thing really blew that. Like, I know that. Yeah. And then yet I start to think, and and not that I ever idolized him. I just thought it was funny. Like I liked his, really what I want for Nat and I is to have something similar. Like we have commentary, but we also have like comedy. Like it's- Now we can. We really paved the way. We really have. Thanks. Thanks, Stephen. So I've never really like idolized him in totality, but it was really eye opening to be like, oh, this guy, he, 
he talks like he has everything under control. Yeah. Like he has a wife. He he was a virgin until marriage. Like such a yeah. pious he's a Christian, man. He's a Christian. And then you see how he talks to his wife when yeah. he doesn't know he's being recorded. And it's like, whatever the context is behind that, it's still gross. Yeah. It's gross. And it made me just be like, I don't think I need to... I don't need to dis- destroy everything I've learned from him. He no. makes some really, he, I like his takedown videos of other people's videos of his takedown videos. Like I like his, um, I liked his um, affirmative action reporting when he'd go to college campuses yes. and talk to well, people. That's the thing. Like the, yeah. the change my minds. Yeah. That I is a those. meme. He's, he's created a whole meme yeah. of just like, you know what? I'm open those to Those are discussion. really fruitful. They are. And yeah. even like, I, I believe that he is going in good faith and he does come with facts. And I, I like watching those videos, but it doesn't mean we need to subscribe to everything he does. And it doesn't no. mean we can't call him out when we're like, Hey, that's gross. Don't talk to your wife like that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're going to school people about marriage. So stay humble y'all. Stay humble guys. Speaking of humble, <laughs> students getting humbled because, uh, you know, people in debt need to be humbled more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Supreme Court strikes down Biden's loan, uh, student loan forgiveness plan. It's crazy because there's so much going on in the Supreme Court right now. But I think this one is this particular one is one that we have the most to say about mm-hmm. as young people yeah. who went to university. And mm-hmm. I am still I have student loans still. See, my parents paid for university because I'm a bum. Uh, well, do, they, do they have $5,000 to no. give me? No. <laughs> They're bums right. too. Um, anyway, so <clears throat> the Supreme Court struck down his student loan relief plan, ruling six to three, uh, that the administration overstepped its authority in moving to forgive up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients and 10000 for federal borrowers. Um, so basically... Uh, the text of the HEROES Act does not authorize the Secretary's loan forgiveness program. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts wrote in the majority opinion, basically it would have canceled debt for millions of Americans earning less than uh, $125,000 annually and married couples with a household income of less than $250,000. Repayments, which have been on pause since the onset of the pandemic, are now set to begin later this summer. Great. So people are already like super poor, inflation, housing crisis, and this yeah, I have a, like, it's really it's, difficult. It's, it's a complicated issue. I, I think it's Especially more- Especially as a conservative. Yeah. It's like, we should be yeah. here on the side of like, don't forget yeah, the like debt. Matt Walsh, you know, crusty guy. He actually had a good con- take I, on this. I agree, but I, I think we should break it down a little. So he said, the university system is the most elaborate and expensive scam of all time. Most people come out of it dumber and less qualified than they were going in. It does not teach any useful skills. You do not need it to succeed in life. It bankrupts millions of young Americans and gives them nothing in return. Maybe we should focus on that problem instead of loan forgiveness. So like, yes and also no, I think. I think that the, I think, so no for me is, it's, I'm confusing myself. I disagree with him. I think we should forgive the debt and then- Forgive everyone right now, and then moving forward, we need to restructure the entire way that society operates so that people don't yeah. get into hundreds of thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars of debt to get a friggin' BA. Yeah, that you don't that get you a job. Don't get like, a there's job no job with. security. That's the thing. That's so this other tweet that you yeah, posted was like some other guy. It's a super long thing. I just post I just pulled out a couple of yeah. um quotes. It's very similar to what Matt Matt Walsh is saying. It's like not allowing anyone to get out of this debt is kneecapping the economy. Think about the businesses that would have been started, the capital bill investments, even just consumer spending would increase. Um you'll also they also say you'll be a loser. You'll never get a good job. You gotta go to college, do whatever it takes, sign whatever. It's fine. You'll pay it back when you have a good job. 
It's like, no. These are the lies that we've been sold. And it's because when our parents went to school, like the, the boomers, they, they got to, jobs. They got jobs and they got like- High paying jobs. And they were able to buy a house. And their rent was like, I remember my mom saying like, oh, my rent is like, oh, sorry, there's something in my eye and it's really annoying. Anyways, For those my, of you watching. Can you guys see it? <laughs> it's right there. No, oh anyway. I'm yeah. literally like- I'll keep talking you while keep she talking. fixes I'm her face. Fix my eye. It was, ugh. She's dying. Um, but basically- Okay, so my, my issue is like, I don't think the taxpayer should be on the hook for someone else's debt. But the problem, as you mentioned, is that so many kids are 18 years old. They know nothing about life. They're fresh out of high school. They still live at home mm-hmm. and they're, they're expected to go on and figure out their whole life in like four years, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, not really knowing what they're interested in or who they are. And yet when they come out of it, they're expected to know like, okay, it's time for you to get a job. And it's like, I don't even know who I am yet. I'm 22 years old. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's crying because of the, because <laughs> of the debt the relief. Debt relief. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm apologizing to all of you, you right now. You still look really good though. Thanks guys. Yeah. Um, I'm not sad. It's just a hair. It's sad though. It's not, it is sad, but I don't see a hair. I don't see, I just see tears. Yeah. There's Anyways, tears. Um, I, I don't know. Like I, I think there's the, the craziest part to me is that um, student loans are the only debt that doesn't go away if you file for bankruptcy. Yeah. So like this guy, this Twitter guy was saying like, I would happily file for bankruptcy if it actually got rid of my student loans his, and his wife's student loans as well. But it's like, I asked chat GBT because I've heard people say that, but I was like, is that actually true? So is it true? I took to the chat bot. Tell us. It says, while bankruptcy can help individuals alleviate certain types of debt, student loans are typically treated differently. To discharge a student let through a student loan through bankruptcy, the borrower must demonstrate an undue hardship to the court, which is a high standard to set. So basically they mm-hmm. have to prove in a court that paying back their student loan would put them in a, such a bad financial position that they would never recover from it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way that you can actually get your student loan dissolved. But if you do it like someone was like well it's just like buying a house like why don't you pay my mortgage it's like you have collateral yeah you have a house that and you you're bought. building equity exactly yeah. it's not like, the same like you don't not. have anything when you have a piece of paper with a ba written on it yeah in women's studies you have nothing you have yeah. nothing and i think like going back to matt walsh like yes i think the university system is an elaborate scam i think where he goes wrong is that some people do go to university and come out with a job. Like many people well, do. Well, that's the thing. We need, we need engineers. We need, we need yeah. doctors. We need like STEM is a big, yeah. a big we need thing. People who are like creating deadly disease viruses and labs and releasing them exactly, to the world. Yeah. We need those people. But you're right. Like the women's studies folks need to, to have some more pause. And I think also their parents need to encourage them if they don't know what they want to study, not to go to school and waste time and then falling into anthropology and then coming out like a non-binary. Exactly. And it's also like the schools, like my high school, which I had, I love like pressure on you to go to university. So much pressure on us to go to university because they wanted to have a certain number of graduates going to university because that's one of their sales pitches. But I was one of the people that should not have gone to university. Like I met my husband there. So like, did I get my MRS? Yes, Yes. A little bit, but, um, I loved what I studied, but I really didn't need to go to study philosophy for four years. Yeah, I studied theater. 
Like guys. And I dropped out by the way. I did not, <laughs> I did not graduate. Um, I graduated and then went to college for clowning. Right. So, so we all didn't fall we short. Suck. <laughs> but it's crazy though, because like looking back on our lives, it's like, we, but we still ended up okay. Like it yeah. worked out. Like well, I, I fell into advertising and then I fell into journalism yeah. and I'm like here now. And it's just because you, I worked hard and I hustled and like, you can do that without a degree. A hundred percent. I just, I wanted to go to film school when yeah, I was in grade too. 12 yeah. and my principal was like no yeah like and obviously I could have done it it's not like he's prevented me like but I felt like you're right I'll go I'll go to university and do the whole thing but if I had just gone to film school I would have learned editing at 18 instead of at 25 or 8 or whatever when I learned finally and it's like I could have just saved my parents thousands and thousands of dollars myself so much time but at the same time it's like I have met my husband and I have a baby with him. Like there's we just, can't, look, you, you can't, can't change I, no regrets yeah. guys, but it's just like, we don't all need to go to university. And it's you, you, what you said, the parents need to stop pressuring the kids and the schools need to. And I also think that maybe companies that are entry level jobs shouldn't require a, a university, university degree. degree in five years experience yeah. to do data it's, entry. It's like so that's true. part of the problem. That's the thing. Like most of these jobs that we have to go to school for, you can just learn how to do it on the job. When it's I got not in, rocket science, when I got into advertising, mm-hmm. I was hired as the receptionist. And then nice. I worked hard enough that they were like, let's give her a career. Yeah. And I learned it all just yeah. there. I yeah. don't think a degree would have been helpful. Like, people that I went to, that I worked with went to advertising school yeah. And some of them went to college too, which is actually really good. Like well, they went to like two years of advertising college yeah. and then they're like, oh, they're my boss. And I'm right. like, I went to university. Yeah. And I also think another issue is that universities charge way too much oh, for yeah. classes. Like That's why are thing. they so expensive? Well, okay. So in Canada we have subsidized and right. education. So like you can go and get a university degree for like probably 20,000, like totally. Right. Like, which is still like a lot of money. Five or six a year or yeah. whatever. Still a ton of money. But in the States it's, Way more. Five times that. Yeah. So it, it's as a conservative, that's the thing. I don't want to put myself in a box of being conservative because I do think that students are getting absolutely like- Well, they're being pre- They're to. being preyed on yeah. by they're, this big institution that says yeah. you have to have a degree. Oh, you have to give us $80,000 for it. Oh, you're never going to get that loan yeah, and I, deferred. Like, There's just a lot of like people in like adults, parents, educators who are just selling a lie to kids who are vulnerable. It's mm-hmm. like- so on one hand, you're saying these kids are all idiots for doing what they're told yeah, by exactly. their parents yeah. and, and culture. And like, oh, you signed up for it. It's yeah. like, but I was absolutely funneled down this system. Like yeah. it would have been like and your brain being a sheep even going developed. against the herd yeah. saying, no, I don't think I needed a university degree. Now people are way more open to the idea that you don't absolutely need a university degree to have a job. And yeah. we've, we see that all the time. Like some people that I've worked with in my life, the smartest people are like, you didn't go to school. You just you just a smart person. Yeah. You just learn stuff. You know your job well. You have all sorts of hobbies and like mm-hmm. interests. It's like it, there, it doesn't, it, I'm just so sick of this whole, like you have to have a university degree thing. It's just so, it's, it's just so passe. old. It's, it's tired. Passe. So if we're going to, I think we should, I mean, this is, I say we, it's the States. Yeah. It doesn't really affect my life, but I do think that there are so many people who should have that debt relieved because again, it's like, well, the economy, well, shut up. They're sending billions of dollars to the Ukraine to start a third world war. They can stop that and, and help out a couple of American kids get out of debt. It's only $10,000 per person or 20 for Pell Grant, whatever. It's not that much per person, but it could actually change their lives instead of maybe starting another world war. Like I'm so sick of like, well, where's the money come from? They have billions and billions 
dollars to send across it's the, true. the world. Like, the like, government give me a could break. at least like focus that money at home yeah. and help its citizens, which is what it's supposed to do. It's crazy. It's like, why do we even pay taxes? Why do we pay taxes? Yeah. They're sending your money to the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That's insane to me. Yeah, it's In a crazy. war that's never going to end. Like, they, like uh, sorry to go off on a tangent, but they literally want Vladimir Putin to step down as the leader of Russia or, or the war will continue. Yeah. That's what they're saying. They're saying until he steps down, it's not going to end. He's not going to do that, it's, guys. It's, it's insane. He's not going to do that. It's insane. So anyways, moral I'm, I'm of the done story, with that. I think it's just the culture needs to shift around the whole idea of university. Yeah. It just needs to be broken down. I, it's so funny. We're talking about deconstructing because we're we're so left-wing now. Yeah, I know. Well, but, you know what? Don't put me in a box, Yeah, bitch. But it's like, there's just, it's such a, it is a scam. Mm-hmm. It's a scam and we don't need it. Some people need it, but I just think the word. whole culture needs to shift around it. And I think parents need to do a better job of like realizing that like times have changed. Times have changed. Times y'all. have changed. Rent isn't three hundred dollars anymore. Yeah, you can't buy a house for seventy grand <laughs> anymore. Okay. That was- <laughs> yeah, you know you can't buy like a, you can't buy a Bronco for seventy grand. No, exactly. Ridiculous. Not with all the fixings. No, I need the fixings. Me too. You really want a Bronco? <laughs> I really want oh a Bronco. God, we should get Broncos. <laughs> anyway, matching pink if Broncos. You, if you, like you want to help to pay us big Broncos, we need. Them to be in these colors, too. Yeah. With the flowers. For okay, sure. Perfect. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, if you can support the show and our content <laughs> at the shallow end.ca. <laughs> Maybe we should do an ad break before we get on to the next stuff. Ad break. Which one do we want to talk about? Actually, let's talk about marine health foods because I feel like there's a better segue for the perfect. porn one later. Porn is bad, but you know what's good? Supplements, health, health gut oh. health. Guys, um, do you ever feel like you're low in copper and zinc? Mm-hmm. Cause you probably are. You might not feel it, but you definitely are. And oh, there's a solution. Mm-hmm. It's called taking supplements in general, but also marine health foods. It's, um, I forget the pitch it's in my brain, but it's not. So marine health <laughs> foods was started by a marine biologist with 30 years experience in the industry. There it's it is. based in Ireland. Uh, Ireland. Um, they have a lot of different supplement oyster options. Max. Yeah. Oyster Max. <laughs> it's oyster coming Max back. Is great. <laughs> Oyster Max is great. You know what? Oysters help you with getting it on. Getting it on and, and making Max pregnant. Apparently making babies. Helps with fertility. Maybe, possibly. So if you're looking to get knocked up <laughs> au natural. Without IVF. Without IVF. No you promises. Should, you should go to marinehealthfoods.com. Marine health food. Foods. Foods. Yeah. <laughs> We're really. We're great. It feels like a Monday, but it's a Tuesday. Anyway, um, marinehealthfoods.com. Use code shallowend at checkout for 10% off. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it helps. It helps. The it 10%. does help. It does help. And it helps us. So yeah. You support the show. You support yeah. your gut health. And, and one of you ordered and then canceled, canceled your order. And I would like to know why. Why? I'm calling you out. That's, why? that's at least $3 in our pocket. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was like a toonie and a loonie in our back pocket yeah. and you just pulled it right yeah. out. It was just And like, also your gut. Have you not poor, considered your gut? Your poor gut. Your gut. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of guts, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of guys on Twitter have a lot of guts these days. Oh my God. Uh, throwing stones at some ladies. And I guess also one lady in particular. One lady throwing stones at all women all who women. are a little bit older than her. And way hotter way hotter. Sorry, I went there. Your mom said not to, but she's a lefty. The thing is, is that she 
did it first. Not my mom, the girl mm-hmm. whom which we're referring to. Okay. Okay. So take it away, nerd. Basically, there's this girl on Twitter named Hannah Pearl Davis. She's like a YouTuber. She's Bleh. allegedly 26 Bleh. years old. I'm convinced I'm she's calling older. Bullshit on that. Like I'm 29 years old. Are you? Yeah, I'm 29. Oh my god, when did that happen? Uh, you were so young when we met. Now look at you. So young, You're and now I'm an old lady. hag. Not like me. <laughs> oh but but she looks older than both of us, and you're older than I am. I'm a thousand. She's one thousand. One thousand. She looks great. I, I do considering. Um, but like the whole point. The point is, is like we're not trying to just pick on someone's looks. The no. point is, is that this girl, her Throw whole stones. her whole shtick is what people actually have accused me and probably you of doing, which is just like women hating. Yeah. No nonsense. No. We love women. Look we at love us. women. Um, she actually is just like. Hey, women are gross. They should stay in the kitchen, you guys. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. And, and, and then men on Twitter are like, yeah, she, like hard truth. She like, basically just makes content that she knows only men will like. And that will and offend women. And, and then it's like, oh, they're coping because they're so old and busted. It's like, yeah. Girlfriend. She, like, the point is, is she's not, she shouldn't be she talking. She shouldn't be talking people's looks. Like, it's just not. It's, it's just not. No, I'm not going to. Yeah, not when be you specific. not when you look a certain way. You shouldn't be anyway. Yeah. So she posted this thing on Twitter because she's super inflammatory, and I, I guess she just thinks that by being so inflammatory, men will sleep with her. It's like it's not going to work. Good luck. Yeah. You know, what? at the end of the day, we wish men want to sleep with hotties. That's not yeah. true. Well, actually, men will probably they'll do sleep with anything. So you know what? Maybe she's you're fine. Probably working for her. Good for you, Pearl or Hannah. Her name's Hannah. Hannah Pearl Davis. <laughs> Anyway, so there's this photo, like she tweeted this thing where she was like, women in their 20s are hotter than women in their 30s. So a bunch of conservative women or like center right women started posting photos of them side by side of them in their 20s and them in their 30s. And a lot of these women look better in their 30s, actually. Yeah. Like because- well, the thing is, when I was in my early 20s, I was kind of like, I was still figuring it. My I hadn't lost my baby fat. I still am waiting. For I that. did not know how to do my hair. Like yeah, I had like, I had like black bangs right, like and we, like a boxy. You're still bob. figuring it out. Yeah. It's not like the 18 year olds now who no. dress like they're Kim Kardashian. You literally know how to do like Victoria's Secret waves at yeah, like 14 scary. years old and are That's using scary. retinol. That is scary. But like. Yeah, you're still figuring it out. But yeah. also everyone has their era, I think. Like, yeah. I think that like, I knew I had a, had a friend back in the day who always told me about her grandmother. And she said like her grandmother was kind of a wallflower, kind of like awkward all through her life. And then when she hit her like 60s, she blossomed and yeah. she was like never more glamorous or confident in her life. And so sure, cute. obviously she's not more supple in her 60s than right. in her 20s. No one's saying but that. But how she's you not, carry yourself. Exactly. And and that's one of the things that this Hannah Pearl talked about because women are like, well, they're way more confident in their 30s. And it's like, nobody, men don't care about women's confidence. It's like, Bullshit. yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah, I have tricked many men into loving me, me because too. I'm so confident. many men. Some of you guys are still in love You're with me. I'm like, you I suckers. Yeah, you you fools. You no. fools. <laughs> no, like it's absolutely a fact that men like confidence in women. Like, give me a friggin' break, pearl. Yeah, it's so, pearl. But and and on that too, she's criticizing. So one of the photos was Sarah Gonzalez, who's a conservative commentator. I think she works with the Blaze. So beautiful. She's a beautiful, and she was a little heavier in her twenties, and now she's thirty eight, I think, and she's very skinny. Um, but again, very beautiful. And like your weight doesn't define your beauty, but I'm just saying that like, she's more conventionally mm-hmm. attractive now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she posted the side by side and this guy oh, on did Twitter- men, Did men jump down her throat? Yes, exactly. She's trying to have a little confident moment and the men yeah. had to, okay, cool. Yeah, so just, this guy just getting ahead of that. Billy Pratt, I don't know who you are. You I don't care. He said, only a woman would think this is a favorable transition. 
She looks amazing. She's married, I think. Mm. She's a Christian. She's a conservative. She promotes conservative values. She's literally like- And her heart's no longer in trouble. Yeah, her heart's no longer Mm. in trouble because she's lost weight and she's gorgeous and confident. Like, what do you want from women? Like, women just can't win. Too fat, too skinny, too slutty, too pious. Like, what? And then- Too much ambition, no ambition. Like, you can't can't win. But there's certain people you'll just never win with. But then the fact that another woman started this trend, like- like Hannah Pearl. Yeah. It's just like, why do you, why do you hate women so much? Like because what she's happened? Just, she's just one of these people. You're down there and I'm up here, right. but you know what? Hannah Pearl, you're going to be in your thirties one day and you're going to look at yourself and you're going to be like, Hey, I'm, well, maybe not you, but you're going to say, Hey, I don't look so bad. Like, oh my gosh, that's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is like, we'll repent later. We will. I will repent this, later. This conversation fires me up. I'm so sick of like, it's funny because we're like talking d- up, down about a woman, but we're like, we hate when women do this. Yeah. But, but she, I don't like no, but she's women. Of those, she's one of those, like, I'm not like other girls. It's where the, she's like, oh, I'm I'm not a girl's girl. I like hanging out with boys better. It's like, oh, there's just never trust a woman like no, that. Like, that was never me trust- when I was 19 and exactly. I was wrong. And you I wanted was to, wrong. I, me too, because you just want the, I wanted the male attention. You. Yeah, you I wanted, wanted the male attention. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm one of the guys. Like, no. Yeah, no, exactly. And you they want don't to actually feel pretty. think you're one of them. No. They never do. Like, they, no. And you shouldn't want to be, guys, yeah. ladies. No. But also something that bothers me about her is just like, it's all of the things that we've said, but I feel like she's, and maybe we've already touched on it. She's just appealing to men. Yes, exactly. She's, she's not actually trying to empower women because if you wanted to empower women, you could say things like, you are valuable in the home. Like mm-hmm. I read this quote that's like, uh, I don't know who said it, but it was like, I can be replaced at any job I've ever had, but at home, no one can do my job better yeah. than I can. No one can be a better mom to my Even child Steven than Steven Crowder thinks that. Yeah, exactly. Allegedly. Exactly. So like she, yeah. this Hannah Pearl person could be like, I want to empower women by embracing and encouraging like, like old school, traditional yeah. women's roles. Like there, there is a place for that, but that's not what she's doing. She's no. like, y'all are busted. Like anyone over 30 is coping. You're ugly, yeah. you're busted. And like, why? Because you have four more years of being in your twenties. Like yeah. she's apparently 26. Like she's older than that. Yeah. We'll see about that. Yeah. I'd like to see the birth certificate, but it's just like, first of all, you're going to be there one day very soon. And secondly, like, why are you just trying to push all these women down and just like appeal to men? Because you're just as bad as the girls on OnlyFans. Like she always it's is true. trying to be like, you're a slut. You're a slut. It's like, you're, you're not being a slut. You're not showing a lot of skin, but you're showing your character and it's ugly. Yeah. And you're trying to put yourself in this position and other women down here just so like men are like, yeah, you're, and you're cool. It's like so gross. At the same time, I was trying to find a, a tweet like Lauren Southern. I'm, I'm going to totally butcher botch this it, botch yeah it. i'm going to botch it but like it's basically about how like women like they're like you said with the your friend's grandma like women when you're like spiritually healthy physically healthy like you exude beauty yeah. more and it's crazy to me that this so-called woman who's trying to promote traditional, like traditional conservative exactly. values is shitting on women for their looks exclusively it's yeah. like what about the other things that they offer and it's like these women are already a lot of the women she's criticizing are already married with kids they don't care what other men think about them no like you think sarah gonzalez think gives a shit what billy pratt thinks about her i think she's doing okay she's a she's successful doing woman okay yeah yeah like, but that's I think because so. this hannah person is not married has no children i yeah. think I think that we know of that we know of. So, (laughs) so it's so so. easy for her to be like, the most important thing is that you look friggable to men and like, you're like young and supple. It's like, no, like actually that's like such a small part of human existence. And And it's it's also like part of your beauty. And it's such a, exactly like your beauty comes from the 
inside. And so like for this person who's on the outside eh. Eh, and on the inside, oh. yeah, it's like, and, whatever, and then, and then like, you go to her replies and it's all, men. all of it men are like, yeah, like hard truths. You're speaking the truth. It's like, these guys don't have wives or yeah. kids. You well, like, I hope not. Yeah. Oh gosh. I hope not. But it's like, Hannah, if you actually think that that's how women should be like, get off of Twitter yeah. and go in the kitchen and make yeah. me a sandwich. We're hungry yeah, out here. I'm hungry. Like, what are you doing? Get in the kitchen. If that's what you're talking, it's what you're talking about. It's true. It's, go, it's like go away from here, please. Just, yeah. Get off the internet, please. God. Um, there was another one. Brittany Martinez. Yeah. This, uh, I totally disagree with her on this. Well, okay. Let's see what she said. Okay, so Brittany Martinez, who's the editor in chief of Evie, uh, we love Evie. We love, we love Evie. Evie. Love you, Brittany. It's crazy that in shows like The OC, Gossip Girl, and Pretty Little Liars, every single character was attractive, and you never heard anyone complain about unrealistic beauty standards. I think you did hear people. No, complain. yeah, I totally like, disagree. I'm pretty sure Misha Barton, who is in the lead in the OC, had a she severe, had a severe eating, eating, eating disorder. disorder. So she was she was harming herself. Yeah. Like she wasn't even living up to her own beauty standard as the lead of the OC. And the male directors would like push her to do like edgier and edgier scenes because she was such a good actor. And she was a minor, I think when she first got I cast so, in the yeah. show. So it's like, I mean, obviously that's not necessarily like setting the beauty standard as we just mentioned, mm-hmm. but like she, like she was suffering. Yeah. But it's like, she's, she's talking about, and maybe it just shows how old I am, but she's like, Oh, back in the day when mm-hmm. they had the OC, it's like, okay, that's not that old of a show. No. Like women have been on TV since friggin' Velma Flintstone. Yeah. And you <laughs> think people weren't like comparing themselves to her. Cause she was a cartoon and she had a tiny waist. Like people have no. always like people used to, co- there was a whole thing. I remember in, the, when I was a kid, Barbie, like there was a whole like, oh, Barbie setting an unrealistic beauty yeah. standard. And that was only in the early 90s. Yeah. So I know that women have been like influenced by TV women. All that, like, isn't there that whole June Cleaver thing? Like, oh, I'm not, or is it June? I don't know. There's some TV show with some mom who's like the perfect mom. Yeah. And she always has the perfect like hairdo and her house is always clean. And, and women were like, oh, I'm not some June Cleaver. Like people yeah. have been comparing themselves to women on TV since women have been on TV. So yeah, this and- is just very like, I agree, but also like you're just it's like those like millennial lenses, like nothing happened before I was a teenager. It's like, yeah, no. I think, okay, so here's where I kind of, I get what she means though, because now it's like, like anyone can be on TV and before it was more aspirational too. Yeah. Like that's what, like I kind of, I guess. Well, they're like normalizing like, like they're normalizing unhealthy people who are not that hot being yeah. on TV. No, I want to see hot like, people on me TV. Me too, exactly. And it's the same with I like. I see what she's saying. It's the same with even like uh, brands like Victoria's Secret. Like we saw them be like super over sexualized and then they took a step back from that. And then they hired like overweight people, trans people. And then people stopped buying it. Megan Rapinoe, the soccer player. And then, yeah, people stopped buying it. So now they're slowly shifting back. And it's like, I think there's a line where like the image that Hollywood sets as the beauty standard was a little extreme. And then it went too extreme the other way. And so it's like, I don't know if we can ever live in like the happy. No, it's just like being a woman. Like we were just saying, it's like you're either too skinny or too fat or you don't have, you don't have a career and that's bad. Or you do have a career and that's bad. It's like, this is just another situation like that. I just feel like I do agree with her. Like we, I do like seeing hot people on TV. I'm not trying to watch TV. to see a bunch of uggos I can look out my window. When we were growing up as young teenagers watching those shows and seeing how perfect they all looked and they're like 30 year olds playing 16 Mm -hmm. year olds, I did find that hard. I was like, I don't look like that. That's the thing. Like I grew up, I was a teenager when the OC came out. Yeah. And I was like, I was like the same age as their 
playing. Yeah. And I, I was a hundred percent looking at Misha Barton and saying, I'm fat. Yeah. I'm so gross. Like look at her hip bones. She literally had an eating disorder. Yeah. And of course in high school, I was looking at that and saying, I'm fat. So like Brittany Martinez, just in my own personal experience, like uh, wrong. Like I disagreed just because I personally was like, Oh, I'm fat compared to the girl in the OC. Like, her point is like nobody was doing that. It's like of course we were. Yeah, you maybe you're young. She, I think she's younger than me. Like maybe you weren't because you were so young. It didn't affect you in the same way. But like yeah. I hundred percent was like overweight. I was impacted. And I was impacted by yeah. that for sure. <clears throat> I think what's interesting too is that back then people were more naturally beautiful though. Mm-hmm. Like they now everyone just looks like a version of Kim Kardashian because that's what they show their plastic surgeon. Like mm-hmm. even yeah. and so like I, I find it interesting too because it's like maybe to her point people were more realistic looking even though misha barton was like crazy skinny she has unique features like she's really pretty yeah but, but like she's like she's, tall. she's striking yeah. though like she's interesting looking and like rachel bilson is yeah. that she, who plays summer in the oc really unique looking girl yeah but they like, don't look the same at all beautiful yeah so i do kind of get what she means where it was like oh these people look more human like the cast of pretty little liars all diverse physically they all look different they're they're not conventionally like Kim Kardashian beautiful. Yeah. But you know and, what's weird about that? Hmm. One of the girls, uh, what's the main girl from Pretty Little Liars? Well, there's a f- the one with the eyebrows. Aria. What's her real name? Oh, Lucy Hale. Lucy Hale. She on Pretty Little, I always thought she was so beautiful. She's beautiful. Have you seen her now? Yeah, she looks, she like, looks like a Kardashian. She, she like a got Kardashian. her lips completely, like she used to have really big eyes, really big brows and like a smaller, lower Yeah, face. I remember we were looking at her beautiful. photos at work once. Yeah, I was, yeah. because I was like, she had to be the girl with the big eyebrows, the big eyes, and the huge lips yeah. too. Like that was she never. She can't her... even close her mouth anymore. Yeah, it's literally it's, like... it's really bad, and it's like you were so beautiful, so unique looking, and now you have to look. Ex- so it's just so funny. Like she even got yeah. hit by it when Sucked she in. was the beauty standard, and yeah. now she's oh, oh, have to also have yeah. the same exact face as Kim Kardashian. It's like, but it's girl, just interesting because like. Hollywood is all about diversity, yet all the women look the exact same yeah. somehow. Well, they, as soon as you're busted at 25, it's yeah, over for you. Hit you hit the wall. You hit the wall. Um, so who else has hit the wall? AOC? <laughs> so this guy named Joni Manorino, I don't know who Joey Manorino is. He posted a selfie of AOC who's looks super cute. I do not like AOC. For no. those of you who don't know, uh, she's a congresswoman in New York. She's the worst. She's the worst. Like ideologically, she's she's just like, she's, oh, like whatever Republicans say is Nazism. It's like, yeah. okay, how do you have a conversation with someone she's like just, that? She's just so annoying. But she posted this cute little selfie of her in like a matching, like a sports bra and yoga pants. Yeah, but she's also wearing like a big sweater and over it. And she's wearing it. a sweater over it. Like, and she's going, she's like going to yoga or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so this guy posted it and he's like, he tags AOC at AOC is now posting what many would call quote basic bitch selfies. Is this the precursor to OnlyFans or just a moment of leisure? Are you serious? Are you serious? What does this have to do with OnlyFans? No. Like she's just posting a cute selfie of her going to to work out. Yeah, like you you can disagree, and again, like we're not above making fun of looks like we shouldn't and we t- we no. do try to like we do yeah. try to be better but it's like you can attack her for her ideas but to be like she's basically a, a whore. whore like 
Dude. Yeah. And it's like, dude, how insecure are you? That's so embarrassing. I think these people are so porn addicted yeah, they that are. they're like, yes. they're like, this says is so much more about him. Yeah, exactly. It's like, are you just that like you, your, your ideas about what women are supposed to look like and behave. It's just yeah. all based off of like the porn yeah. you watch. It's like, like, are you, is she baking bread and she's wearing a dress? Trad wife, marry yeah. her. She's wearing leggings. She's a whore. Yeah. It's like, sometimes you can bake bread in yoga pants. <gasps> also, you want women to be skinny. How do you think they do that it's yeah. by working out son no like, but they have to wear sweatpants and they have right. to make sure they're wearing burkas while they do it unless right. they be whores and like i like tweeted at him in response because i was like uh what he was talking about how people in the comments are like her ideas are so bad we need to hit them where it hurts and be like cold-blooded i'm like what does this have to do with furthering conservatism though it like it makes it's so irrelevant it's, it's like you're just you have nothing like i think the problem with twitter right now is people just don't really have interesting things to say and then they just say whatever because they're like i need likes because they need a dopamine hit mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. because the porn isn't doing it anymore you know yeah like they're just not getting enough stimuli yeah. from their porn yeah they're like so maybe just... aoc will re- reply to me yeah. and, and do one and of her little awkward right. cringe videos and i can jerk it to her and now she's your whore like she's not a sex object no. for you she might have some terrible ideas but she's not here for your sexual yeah gratification sir i don't know it just it really grossed me yeah. out um, we need to um, and we need to wrap her. Yeah, we're gonna wrap things up soon. We have a couple more things to turk about, but we should do an ad break really yes. quick. So speaking of porn, guys, are you addicted to porn? Joey sure Manorino, you, are. you <laughs> if you're struggling with porn addiction, we have a solution. We have for a solution you. for you. There is an app that you can download on your phone called Covenant Eyes. It will help you live porn free with confidence, guys. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're doing is you're just upping your dopamine. Every time you watch porn, you got to watch grosser and grosser stuff. Your relationships are suffering. Your chemical brain chem- chemicals are suffering. It's yep. all suffering. It's all bad. Suffering. Stop watching porn, guys. And go to CovenantEyes.com and use code ShallowEnd. You have to go to the website first and mm-hmm. then you'll get your promo code shallow or use your promo code ShallowEnd and then download the app because if you download the app first, you're not going to get the free month, yeah. which is what we're, free what, what we're offering is a What's wrong free, with free month. Join guys, Manorino. It's free guys, for a month. watching porn. For one month for free at least. Yeah. Try it. So go to CovenantEyes.com and use code ShallowEnd and find your salvation. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Speaking of finding your salvation, one more thing and then we're going to go. Yeah. What do you uh, want to talk about? I think we should talk about the end of low calorie food and drink. Yes. Because it causes cancer, cool. apparently. Okay. <laughs> I actually, okay, everything causes cancer, but apparently they're, well, it's the WHO saying this and we should not really necessarily listen to them when it comes to but, talking about health. But I remember being in like, second grade when I heard aspartame gives you cancer. Yes. I remember there's like this study on mice and it was like giving them a bunch of tumors. My dad yeah. was like, never use aspartame. Yeah, me too. I grew up, we did not have it in the yeah. house. We like, were like full refined sugar, sugar Refined sugar is yeah. awful too, but aspartame's just- Way worse. It'll just cancer you up real good. So but it's, I think like everything is going to kill you. But I, another thing that I don't think people realize about these low calorie things is that they typically end up making you fat. Yeah. Apparently like, something about aspartame makes you retain water. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I'm that. not a science man, but I think that's You're a, a science thing. man. Um, I just think it's so funny that they had to have this like, you, you, this is another thing with the student grant thing. It's like, you have these people in universities who are spending thousands of dollars on these studies to tell you that aspartame is bad for you. Like, like guys, son, duh. it's called Google. Yeah. Hello. Like, like are you serious? Obvious. Are you seriously doing this now? Like no, but it's, it's been 25 years since we've learned this, but you're and it's like now, of course the man-made substance is not going to be as good for us yeah. as what comes out of the like, earth. Oh, oh, an, an orange slice is better for you yeah. than aspartame fueled sugar drink. Yeah. Like really? I know that it's, is shocking to me. It's crazy. 
That's so crazy stupid. I just, um, anyway, so they're going to start like banning it. I don't know. I don't know. They're going to start removing it from drinks and stuff like whatever. Which I do it fine. Who cares? Well, it's interesting too. Cause if you think about before aspartame was introduced to the world, people would drink like regular sodas, for example, and they were all fit and hot. Like, mm. it's just interesting that like now everyone is fat and mm-hmm. slow. Yeah. Um, so like in New York times, According to them, over the years, some observational studies have found that people who consume a lot of diet beverages have a higher obesity risk, suggesting that artificial sweeteners might fuel fuel rather than prevent weight gain. So, like, I think that's my biggest takeaway from this. I don't really care about the cancer stuff because everything causes cancer and, like, what can you do? Yeah. But, like, they were putting these substances in our drinks and now we're all fat and we're wondering why. Yeah. I don't know. That's my biggest takeaway. Just don't drink it. Like once yeah. in a while, I'll crave a diet Coke. I have Coke. one a year. Oh, it's the best. They're, they're delicious. It's just, ugh. Like I'd yeah. rather drink Diet Coke than regular Coke. However, I don't drink either because they're both terrible for you. Yeah. And if I'm going to drink cancerous, like toxic sludge, I'd rather have alcohol. wine. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. All right. On that note, I think that's the show. <laughs> that's the show. If you love this show, Support us at theshallowin.ca. Please subscribe to all our channels, YouTube, Rumble. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please rate our show, like our show, leave comments. We read them. We appreciate we you guys and all we your support. We read them and then we snicker. Yeah. We and go, then we, they don't know me. Yeah, they don't know they me don't at know all. Me. Anyway, we love you guys. Yeah, for, we love thanks you. for your continued support. Share this show with your friends. It can't grow without you. We can't grow without you and aspartame because yeah. it grows tumors. Okay. Beautiful. Allegedly. Uh, See you next Tuesday, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.